0: Good morning. morning. Welcome to the daily lesson, the morning lesson. We're on lesson 42 today. Um, And as you are all aware, we are right smack in the middle of our event all about God and how to find Him. And um, I just want to just stay with this for a second before we launch into the lesson all about God and how to find him. This implies that you do not know him as you have defined him, yes? So in this 10 days, 11 days, in this sequence of lessons that we are embarking on and that we are in the middle of, is that what we recognize is that we are discovering or rediscovering the nature of ourselves that fundamentally good morning uh, the, that fundamentally we all acknowledge somewhere that god is our creator that god is our source but the fact is, is as we have defined ourselves we have misunderstood him we have we have no idea the true nature of himself or of us So. No matter what seems to have been, good morning everyone, and I just want to say I'm glad that you're here, and I want to just say to everyone, those who are here and everyone listening, I love you, and this is all about love. God is love, yes? So I love you, and I'm glad that you're here, and I'm glad that we have in our awareness the purpose for which we come together, because truly... And all of us can go back to our own experience and see that, that it is true that the world we see holds nothing that we want. In other words, we might have thought we wanted it for a moment, but we recognize that it could not bring us the joy and happiness and peace which we are searching. And the search for the, the knowledge of ourselves, right? Because all you can do is know yourself. Okay. Okay so uh anyway we 're here together, and uh, I interrupted my own thought, but <laughs> it's the way I am my mind is my mind has all so many things going on, and I try to get it all out, and it doesn 't happen so anyway, so now, here we are together with uh, all about God and how to find him, so implicit in this idea is that. However we have defined him, it can't have anything to do with the nature of what he is. So, we come with, let's say, an an empty slate, an open mind to discover what that is. Oh, this is where I was going with that. So it doesn't really matter what our so-called previous experiences have been. But, because the one thing that we can really say about them is they're gone, right? It's just a memory of an experience, which, okay, that's great, because we are nothing but experience. So right now, what we are availing ourselves to is an experience not of our own making. And we're going to let this be so as we... Do this lesson. God is my strength. Vision is his gift. Okay, now, I'm going to appear to belabor that. That's fine. I do it for myself, okay? God is my strength. Now, let's just consider that for a second. He's my strength. So, if 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 I have strength, It would be from him, if God is my strength. Yes, there is no other strength. That's that's reasonable. Vision is his gift. All right. This idea of vision, which we have um, dealt with in some earlier exercises in the workbook. Um, Vision is his gift. So it's his gift to me. It's his gift to you. Because... He is my strength. He is your strength. All right, so this sets up, and we're going to get into the lesson, this sets up um, two powerful ideas. Now, let's just review for just a moment this idea of what seeing and vision is. All right, and what I want to do is just read a couple sentences from some earlier exercises that we have done in the year. And this is from lesson 15. Lesson 15, as you recall, is my thoughts are images I have made. Okay, it is because the thoughts you think you think appear as images, you do not recognize them as nothing. You think you think them, and so you think you see them. This is how your seeing, in quotes, was made. This is the function you have given your body's eyes. It is not seeing. Okay, so vision has to do with seeing. Images have nothing to do with seeing. Okay, That process is image making. It takes the place of seeing, replacing vision with illusions. Now, I just one other uh, earlier lesson that I want to just review for just a couple sentences. And this is from lesson 28. Above all else, I want to see things differently. And this has to do again with the vision. You see a lot of separate things about you which really means you are not seeing at all. You either see or not. When you have seen one thing differently, you will see all things differently. The light you will see in any one of them is the same light you will see in them all. Okay, today's lesson. God is my strength, vision, is his gift. Just take a moment here. The idea for today combines two very powerful thoughts, both of major importance. Powerful thoughts, power. It also sets forth a cause-and-effect relationship that explains why you cannot fail in your efforts to achieve the goal of the course. I tell you, this idea, it, it is, it explains why you cannot fail. You cannot fail. Failure is not really an option. You cannot fail. Why? You will see because it is the will of God. It is his strength, not your own, that gives you power. And it is, it is his gift rather than your own that offers vision to you. Okay, so now I can just relax, right? Because God is my strength. It's not my own strength and vision is his gift. And the nature of a gift is that it is given. And because it is given, I can receive it, right? And also, you also know this. I mean, again, I apologize if it seems like I'm belaboring this. But in order to receive, right, you have to have open hand, open arms, open hands. You have to have an openness to receive. That's implicit in receiving a gift. God is indeed your strength, and what he gives is truly given. Let's just contemplate that for a second. God is indeed, indeed your strength, and what he gives is truly given. This means that you can receive it at any time and anywhere, wherever you are, and whatever circumstance you find yourself. Your passage through time and space is not at random. You cannot but be in the right place at the right time. Such is the strength of God, such are His gifts okay let's just consider that for a second you cannot but be at the right place at the right time right now you are at the right place at the right time in any given moment you are at the right place at the right time now i'm going to reference a section from the manual for teachers and i think it's. Who are the pupils? And this is where Jesus talks about, you know, um, just to summarize, what makes you a teacher of God is because at some point you recognize that you and your brother's interests were not separate. Okay, so that made you a teacher of God. You entered into this agreement with God whether you are aware of it or not. You did, because for that moment, You did not see yourself as apart from someone else. Okay. So now, as a teacher of God, who are your pupils? Well, your pupils are everyone that you are encountering at the right place and at the right time. Because, and and I don't want to really get into it too much, but there is this idea that this is already over. dealt with this idea. Back in Lesson 7, I see only the past, right? So this is, everything is already over. And since it is already over and your success and why you cannot fail because of the will of God, you made the right choice in that moment. You. You did. You already did. You already did. That's the good news, OK? So your, your movement, your passage is what he calls it, through time and space, is not at random. OK, it seems to be a little bit explanatory. But if you can at least allow for the idea, entertain for the idea that you did remember, and so if you can allow for the fact that you did remember you can also see that this is the moment god is my strength i'm going to depend on him and vision is his gift all right so we will have two, three, five, uh, two, three to five minute practice periods today Okay, and if you did this lesson, you probably already had one of your practice periods, but nevertheless, we will have another. Okay, one as soon as possible after you wake, and another as close up as possible to the time you go to sleep. It is better, however, to wait until you can sit quietly by yourself at a time when you feel ready than it is to be concerned with time as such. Okay, so if if we're sitting here or you're tuned in and listening to it, this must be a time that you are ready. Okay, so begin the practice period by repeating the idea for today slowly with eyes open, looking about you. And then close your eyes and repeat the idea again, even slower than before. After this, try to think of nothing except thoughts that occur to you in relation to the idea for today. You might think, for example, vision must be possible, God gives truly. Or, God's gifts to me must be mine because he gave them to me. Any thought that is clearly related to the idea for today is suitable. You may, in fact, be astonished by the amount of course-related understanding some of your thoughts contain. Let them come without censoring unless you find your mind is merely wandering and you have let obviously irrelevant thoughts intrude. You may also reach a point where no thoughts at all seem to come to mind. If such interferences occur, open your eyes and, and repeat the thought once more while looking slowly about. Close your eyes, repeat the idea once more, and then continue to look for related thoughts in your mind. Okay, before we do the practice, I will reread this. But the thing that I would like to um, expound on a little bit here is he says that, you know, of course, if your mind's wandering, you've let irrelevant thoughts enter in, and th- you, you would see that as an interference. What is interesting here is that you may also reach a point where no thoughts at all seem to come to mind. He also considers that an interference. And if you really look at it, it is, you'll see why that is the case. Because the basis of today's idea is, God is my strength, vision is his gift. He is your strength and vision is his gift. I I know I'm just repeating the idea, but you can begin to see that as you allow the thoughts to come, you are literally depending on his strength. That it's not possible that you would not be uh, given all that you need To help you with this, all right, and so it is again that uh, posture. I guess would be a good word, that posture of an open mind, because all is really given, and it doesn't really actually. And I say this from my own experience. Sometimes the thoughts come. I may not be able to language them, but they are there, and so the. Thoughts come, and they come in a language that you understand. So you are aware of the thought. Now, we, we speak, so we use words, and you can express your thoughts. For example, vision must be possible. God gives truly. Or, God is my strength. Well, vision is guaranteed, it doesn't really matter, but it is simply the idea that you are aware of something in you that is not of you. And if you also recall from the manual for, from, for teachers and for those of you who may be new to A Course in Miracles, um, this, this may be your first encounter with this idea, but that's okay. As a teacher of God, you have trust in the world because you recognize it is governed by a power that is in you, but not of you. God is my strength, vision is his gift. It is that recognition that everything is governed by that power, by virtue, of what you are and what everything is. Okay, now the purpose is truly right now for us to experience that. So um, let me just finish here. Okay, remember, however that active searching for relevant thoughts is not appropriate for today's exercises. I should have probably read this earlier, but that's exactly why, because you're not depending on yourself, so you're not actively searching out trying to make it happen, yeah? Try merely to step back and let the thoughts come. If you find this difficult, it is better to spend the practice period alternating between slow repetitions of the idea with eyes open, then with eyes closed, than it is to strain to find suitable thoughts. Okay, so we're going to practice this idea, but I would really um, like to just read it through now uh, in its entirety and then we will do the practice. God is my strength, vision is his gift. The idea for today combines two very powerful thoughts, both of major importance. It also sets forth a cause-and-effect relationship that explains why you cannot fail in your efforts to achieve the goal of the Course. You will see because it is the will of God. It is His strength, not your own, that gives you power. And it is His gift rather than your own that offers vision to you. God is indeed your strength, and what He gives is truly given. This means that you can receive it anytime and anywhere, wherever you are in whatever circumstance you find yourself. Your passage through time and space is not at random. You cannot but be in the right place at the right time. Such is the strength of God. Such are His gifts. We will have two three to five minute practice periods today, one as soon as possible after you wake, and another as close as possible to the time you go to sleep. It is better, however, to wait until you can sit quietly by yourself at a time when you feel ready than it is to be concerned with time as such. Begin these practice periods by repeating the idea for today slowly with your eyes open looking about you, and then close your eyes and repeat the idea again, even slower than before. After this, try to think of nothing except thoughts that occur to you in relation to the idea for today. You might think, for example, vision must be possible. God gives truly. God's gifts to me must be mine, because he gave them to me. Any thought that is clearly related to the idea for today is suitable. You may, in fact, be astonished at the amount of course-related understanding some of your thoughts contain. Let them come without censoring unless you find your mind is merely wandering and you have let obviously irrelevant thoughts intrude. You may also reach a point where no thoughts at all seem to come to mind. If such interferences occur, open your eyes and repeat the thought once more while looking slowly about. Close your eyes, repeat the idea once more, and then continue to look for related thoughts in your mind. Remember, however, that active searching for relevant thoughts is not appropriate for today's exercises. Try merely to step back and let the thoughts come. If you find this difficult, it is better to spend the practice period alternating between slow repetitions of the idea with eyes open than with eyes closed than it is to strain to find suitable thoughts. Okay so we're going to play some music. Okay, so the rest of the lesson is the use of the idea for the day. There is no limit on the number of short practice periods that would be beneficial today. The idea for the day is a beginning step in bringing thoughts together and teaching you that you are studying a unified thought system in which nothing is lacking that is needed and nothing is included that's contradictory or irrelevant. This is amazing. It's a thought system. It's not a bunch of ideas that we collect. It's a thought system. It's a manner of thinking. And its foundation is God. Its foundation is unity. Its foundation is the idea that it's unified, and that nothing... I know that I'm only repeating it, but if you really can get a sense of this, that everything is automatically included by virtue of the fact that God is your strength, and vision is his gift, and vision literally shows you that that is the case. So, this is incredible. No, really it is, because you know, I have to confess and I'm just going to give a little story here and then we're going to read the last couple sentences. But I'll give it a little story here. And it was my first encounter, my early encounter with the Master Teacher of a Course in Miracles. And what I found so exciting and it took me a while to even be able to put it into words to say it but what was so exciting is that I did not have to eliminate anything that everything could be included and retranslated and seen anew that I didn't have to resist anything so even my old ideas of established Christianity, for example, were uh, reinterpreted on behalf of truth. That everything from the Eastern traditions, or or whatever thought, um, school of thought, put it that way, because it is a unified thought system. And that's what's so incredible about it is, is you know, it's, it's a matter of what language are you going to speak it in. And this is what I was attempting to say earlier, is that things appear to us in different languages. You know, some of it is words, some of it is art, some of it is, let's say, um, anything. I, I couldn't even begin to, to, to uh, enumerate all of that. But it is a language that speaks to you and, and the language that speaks to you, you literally can see that this unified thought system is understandable in any language because the foundation of it is true. This is what's exciting. So you know, we're not interested here in a collection of a lot of nice ideas to make us feel better. We're interested in an experience of ourselves that is all-inclusive of all that is in our mind and beyond. That's exciting. You know, some of it is in, in, is in music, for example. But it, it, is, it is a purpose that we are aware of. It is our very being itself that we literally are creation. All right, so I'm going to read this again. There is no limit on the number of short practice periods that would be beneficial today. The idea for today is the beginning step in bringing thoughts together and teaching you that you are studying a unified thought system which nothing is lacking that is needed and nothing is included that is contradictory or irrelevant. The more often you repeat the idea during the day, the more often you will be reminding yourself that the goal of the course is important to you and that you have not forgotten it. The goal is important to you and you have not forgotten it. And I can tell you from my own experience that my only problem is always forgetting. It's forgetting. The experiences have shown me Obviously, vision has shown me. My problem is I forget when I forget. It's not when I remember, it's when I forget. So the answer to forgetting is to remember.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, so let me just pause right here, and we're going to play um, another song. But we are playing royalty-free music, so I would be playing, I remember you, but since I don't have a version of that, I'm going to find something else to play here. Yeah, I know you well. That's a good one. I Thank you so much, Mitch. I know you well. And Darla, Mitch and Darla, I know you well perfectly. So just, I wanted to stay with this idea that we are studying a unified thought system. We have a few minutes left, and so what I would, thought I would do is read the introduction to Chapter 11, Is God or the Ego? And uh, yeah, I, I just find this whole idea Of a unified thought system very exciting. It's the idea of harmony and the nature of harmony is that there cannot be harmony and disharmony simultaneously. So in this, how is that achieved? Of course, God is my strength. Vision is his gift. Vision literally allows me to see all things in harmony because I know myself and so therefore I know everything. This is how Jesus deals with it in the beginning of chapter 11. Either God or the ego is insane. If you will examine the evidence on both sides fairly, you will realize that this must be true. Neither God nor the ego proposes a partial thought system. Each is internally consistent, but they are diametrically opposed in all respects so that partial allegiance is impossible. Remember too, their results are as different as their foundations, and their fundamentally irreconcilable nature cannot be reconciled by vacillations between them. Nothing alive is fatherless, for life is creation. Therefore, your decision is always an answer to the question, who is my father? Yes, (laughs) who is your daddy? (laughs) Who is my father? Right, this is all about God and how to find him. Who is my father? And you will be faithful to the father you choose. Right? Because the father that you choose, this, this is an <coughs> admission that you, of yourself, y- you have to have a source. You, it's implicit. You have to have a source, Now, you can be mistaken about your, your source, but it is, it is simply the idea that you cannot be uh, on your own, so to speak. Okay, what would you say to someone who believes this question really involves conflict, right? This is reminiscent. We haven't gotten to Lesson 139, but there is no conflict that is not rooted in the simple, single question of who am I, which is the same as who is my father. Okay, so... What would you say to someone who believed this question really involved conflict? If you made the ego, how can the ego have made you? The authority problem is still the only source of conflict because the ego was made out of the wish of God's son to father him. This is the belief that you have usurped the power of God. God is my um, strength, vision is my gift. I was going to move on to yes, tomorrow's lesson, but God is my strength, vision is his gift, yes? Okay, so that power does come from him. Okay, the ego is nothing more than a delusional system in which you made your own father. A delusional system in which you made your own father. Make no mistake about this. It sounds insane when stated with perfect honesty, honesty, but the ego never looks on what it does with perfect honesty. Yet, that is its insane premise, which is carefully hidden in the dark cornerstone of its thought system. Okay? So this is the idea of you needing to keep thoughts apart, where we're now stating a unified thought system where we bring thoughts together. And either the ego, which is Which you made is your father, or its whole thought system will not stand. You make by projection, but God creates by extension. The cornerstone of God's creation is you, for his thought system is light. Right? His thought system is light. What is the nature of light? It shines. It cannot be contained. It must extend, yes? Remember the rays that are there, unseen. The more you approach the center of his thought system, the clearer the light becomes. The closer you come to the foundation of the ego's thought system, the darker and more obscure becomes the way. Yet even the little spark in your mind is enough to lighten it. Bring this light fearlessly with you and bravely hold it up to the foundation of the ego's thought system. Be willing to judge it with perfect honesty. Open the dark cornerstone of terror on which it rests and bring it out into the light. There you will see that it rested on meaninglessness and that everything of which you have been afraid was based on nothing. My brother... You are part of God and part of me. When you have at last looked at the ego's foundation without shrinking, you will also have looked upon ours. I come to you from our Father to offer you everything again. Do not refuse it in order to keep a dark cornerstone hidden, for its protection will not save you, I give you the lamp, and I go with you. You will not take this journey alone. I will lead you to your true Father, who hath need of you as I have. Will you not answer the call of love with joy? God is my strength. Vision is his gift. So thank you. I love you with all my heart. And um, we are going to watch... A video of the day which is lessons 41 through 44 um, and it is all about God and how I found myself right we say all about God and how to find him but as you find him you do find yourself if he is your source of reality okay I love you and thank you for being here thank you. Thank you. have a wonderful day and now I have to find my music you have been listening to voice from heaven live in the miracles healing center remember that god's voice speaks to you all through the day that god goes with you wherever you go and that god is the mind with which you think god bless us everyone